All right. What's up, everyone? I'm Amanda. And I'm Zach. Boom. Nailed it! You did, you got it, and you had the little hand <laughs> gestures with it as well. You pointed the finger guns at the camera to signify that we got Derek back on for Guns Part 2, Future mm-hmm. Guns. 3D Guns. Yeah, 4D Guns and some interdimensional. Like yeah, we're going to discuss interdimensional guns as well. Okay. Well, it's not interdimensional. 40. Oh, be, I'm talking 5 and to 70. Okay, because 40 are going to just throw a gun <laughs> and then it's in time. Yeah. So, movement. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to ripple through like this. Yeah, 3D, 3D goes. <laughs> like, it was interesting when uh, you asked me to do it. And what'd you say? Something like it's, it's pretty crazy. It's kind of scary with the 3D gun stuff. I mean, I personally okay. find it spooky. I don't think there are it's, any good solutions to it, though. It's kind of spooky to me. But exactly yeah. what is it? <laughs> Boom. Okay. That's a good question, though. 3D printers, right? Listen up, people. Yeah. Okay. They, can, they can print uh-huh. something with plastic. You can make guns with that now. Now, here's here, here's the thing the you should know first. Five years is before three D printers were even thought of, any American could make their own firearm, not have to serialize it, not have to report it. They could make their own firearm as long as they did not choose to sell. They could not sell it to anybody. So if I made my own, I can't sell it to anybody. It has to either be destroyed when I die or whatever. Or if I have like a gun trust, I could put it in that trust and then. Anyone that's on that trust could also right. use it. So right. it's always it's always it's already been legal to do that. Now, the three D printer gives, I guess, everybody the, the the opportunity to easily create uh, yeah. create a weapon. But here's the thing: what is a gun? A gun is the serialized portion of a firearm. I forgot to bring that that prop. Oh well. Well, the prop, prop was going to be the only part that's that's the 3D printed, you know, gun. The And what's that part called? It's called, like, if you're talking about an AR-15, it's the lower receiver. The lower receiver, but okay. But it includes, like, the trigger. Mechanism. No. No, okay. Just the lower receiver. It's like, no, trigger, but it's, it's no what buttons. the trigger, like, goes in, right? Yes. Okay. It, the lower receiver contains the geometry necessary to put the parts in that are needed for a functioning rifle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or pistol, whatever you want to build. But that's that's what I wanted to talk about specifically was like lowering the bar for entry. Because if you're you know an expert in like running a CNC lathe or something, obviously you can build those parts. Yeah. And um, I'm pretty. I guess you can make wooden firearms too. That's a thing. Yeah, you can also. So uh, if you're a carpenter, you can also you know the aluminum, the aluminum plates or whatever. You can also make a a, a lower receiver just out of that. Yeah, There's but clients. like, wouldn't you need? more of a skill set to do that in this case instead of just like look i downloaded the, the files off the internet put them in my printer and told it to go but you still have to assemble it yeah but you know what i mean i think that's see, i think that's is, spooky it, that, about that's it. just the lower receiver true yeah and that 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 video i showed you with that um i forget the guy's name that congressman was saying coming to a theater near you coming to a school near you coming to your bathroom tomorrow night you know it's like come on really <laughs> That last one was a little aggressive. Well, the, <laughs> you know, I mean, when you're, you know, John's looking at number two, and, it's, uh, and a gun pops up, like, what are you going to do? Oh, crap. Oh, I'm already crapping, so. You're but. Gonna, you need to make a gun while you're taking a crap. You're going to have a Pulp Fiction moment. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is, 
Nowhere is safe, guys. A 3D printed gun. The 3D printed gun is only the serialized portion. Right. That really doesn't take a lot of stress. Some depends on depends on the design of the gun. But so an AR-15, it only takes stress in the in the back area where the uh, bolt and action, you know, the mm -hmm. bolt is going through and mm -hmm. uh, recoiling with the buffer spring and the buffer, and it can crack sometimes. Um, can it still do? Okay, so like, really, my last like foray of like worry into this was like, man, probably four or five years ago when they made the first one, and it was a single shot, one and done, you know, like hit it and quit it type of firearm. When Cody Wilson did it. No, right. They called now, can, have, has that progressed to the point where they have, like, let's say, semi-automatic capabilities yet? Well, yeah. If it's only the lower receiver that's plastic. Okay. I mean, you can't only you, print plastic and you print with other... No, there are, there are metal 3D printers, but those they're, are, like... They're expensive. Those are outside the realm of everyday person. It's not a desktop 3D printer. You know? Okay. Um, so the ones that are like the big controversy are like the little, or like the one the that a normal person can yeah. yeah, for like 600 bucks. Okay. I have one at the Madison Library. It's pretty rad. You should, you, you should look up um, Cody Wilson or Defense Distributed to, to see the laughable, the 3D gun that he made, the first one, the 9mm, or was it, 380, uh, called the Liberator. Mm -hmm. It was one shot, you're done. It yeah. was all plastic except for a, I think they used a, um, a nail for the firing pin. Okay. And that was it. Um, but, you know, is it not expected to increase in capabilities over the next few years? Is technology increasing? Well, every, every, everything that, you know... I mean, of course, right. Every going to increase. Like, you know, computers. They're, they're awesome now. Back in the day, if you had that computer, you'd be the, per you know, the man, right? Because those computers back then were kind you'd of be, You'd be Jeff Goldblum. Pretty much. Okay, good. But Just making sure we're on the same page. <coughs> yeah, gotta watch out for flies. So. Oh, that's nasty. Is that what you're referencing? Like this computer thing where you got transported with the fly and they keep getting the fly? And Not necessarily, but this is the second episode of our podcast where we're discussing the fly. I was more or less really? referring to Independence oh, yeah, Day. We talked about it on. Oh, yeah, Independence gotcha. Day, yeah. The original one, not, not Resurgence. Yeah. Um, the one with Will Smith? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I, don't, I don't see the, the, the why this, especially that one congressman, why he did that fear-mongering. Pretty sure it was a senator. That was Schumer. Senator? Yeah, that was Schumer. No, it wasn't Schumer. It was, um, I think it started with an M. I thought you sent me Schumer. No. Hmm. I recognized him. So I know Schumer. Um... What did, what did he do? The first one, I think, had Schumer in it, but then I was like, oh, that's not even the right one because it came from Fox News, and I wanted the actual press conference that that senator or congressman put out. But uh, if, if you notice that the, on that <coughs> picture he was holding up, he had this whole AR-15, and there was a blue portion of the gun, and that was the little receiver. Everything else on that thing is practically metal. You got aluminum and steel. Are we to the point, though, where... You mentioned, uh, what was his name? Cody something? Uh, Cody Wilson. Cody Wilson. Of course, his was, you know, his is pretty goofy looking. It kind of looks like an old popper gun. But that's what you need, because uh, when they first started doing these 3D printed guns, like, I started doing um, experiments in machining plastic mm -hmm. into muzzle brakes. And I kept the same dimensions as a metal right. muzzle brake. Obviously, the plastic is a lot weaker than the metal, and it would fail. Same thing with the three pretty guns. 
um, when they first started making 3D printed uh, low receivers for ARs, they had the same dimensions. So right there at the back of the receiver, the neck, where the um, bolt carrier group cycles through, okay. the semi-automatic semi cycle, that was a weak point. And they would end up cracking there and breaking, and it's no good anymore. So if you look at the 3D printed low receivers now, they're bulked up in that area, so they can take more rounds. So they, they still end up failing because each layer right. of the 3D print is a a weak point. Mm -hmm. Each layer, so yeah, a separate weak point. Yeah. But are we to the point now where? Because you can buy, from my understanding, you can you can outsource individual components from a gun, right? Yeah. And sort of assemble your own and bypass any kind of regulations, right? Yeah. And then you can print the lower receiver. And congratulations, you've done it. You've made yourself your own DIY ghost gun. And it is, in that case, it would be fully functioning, right? More than likely, oh, more, if it's just the likely. if it's just the lower receiver. Yeah, you'd have to assemble it, and there are probably some fitment issues. You'd have to trim some of the uh, plastic away to get some stuff to fit, maybe. But uh, in a sense, yeah, you'd have a, a working firearm, I guess, if you had all the components and you assembled it all. See, that, that to me, that's that's kind of spooky. You know what I mean? I mean, like... But you could already do that before 3D printers, though. Could you get the lower receiver still and still have it be completely non-serialized? Yeah. Really? It's called an 80% lower receiver. What's the... It's a lower receiver. It's metal, aluminum most likely. Well, aluminum. And everything is done. All the machining is done except for the part that holds the trigger. Okay. That's not... You have to, like, drill and then kind of... Like board out and everything. Board out. Take a router board out and then drill the two holes for the trigger and hammer pins and the, and the safety. Then put the trigger <clears throat> hammer and springs and and uh, the safety in there and see if it if it functions. But you could already do that. But that's still specialized. No. You don't, I mean, compared to what we got now, or you just print that entire part? Well, now they come, I mean, now they come in kits. Yeah. Like, forget the 3D printed stuff. Because the 3D printed stuff, like I said, each layer is a weak point. Right. And the 3D printed lower is a lot weaker than a molded injected, mm -hmm. a mold injection uh, plastic or polymer lower receiver. And there are a lot of uh, kits out there that come with a, um, mold injected polymer lower receiver that come with a little uh, what do you call it? It comes with a kit with um, guides so that you can drill and then router everything out and then put your stuff in. So is this something that that people are actively doing? Yeah, a lot of people are doing it and a lot of people are messing up or you know just trying to do it as fast or as best as they can. They mess up sometimes, but for the most part, yeah, a lot of guys are doing it. See, that, that honestly, like, that is, that is oddly worrying. Because for me, I look at certain things and say, okay, there should be a solution here. And I don't see any solution here. To me, I'm still seeing it. Just anyone can, you know, start sort of easily going off the rails in, this, in society today as we become more sort of like in our little bubbles online. They can acquire this knowledge, they can acquire the parts, they can make this thing, and although I don't think they would do massive damage with it, right, I don't think there would, I would imagine there wouldn't be any kind of like mass casualty things coming out of this, but what about small time? But these aren't registered either, right? So they... They're ghost well, guns. Well, 
The guns, uh, yeah, that, that made my head hurt. Um, but I mean, are they not? The, n- no. Okay. Every every gun, like every, unless you go like NFA, like uh, full auto stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like no guns are, are are registered. Right, but these don't even have a serial number. Okay. They, you know what I mean? They don't even so. So. There's it's no. Not they're not traceable at all. Can't track it. Yeah, and there's no. You can't trace them back reasonably. <clears throat> right. Well, if you like, say a regular firearm that had a serial number that was not scratched out or milled out or whatever. Yeah. And they uh, use it on a crime, then they would, they would look at that. They'd look it up. Okay, with the serial number, where was this sold to? Mm-hmm. They would go to that location. Yeah. And then that location would have to say, okay, this guy bought it. And then they mm-hmm. go to that guy, and if that guy had his gun stolen, he'd be like, oh yeah, that was either stolen or I sold it at a at a gun show, or I sold it to this guy, and then they, right, they yeah. go until the trail stops. Yeah, basically. So, but for me, like the, you know, they can go until the trail stops. But this almost says, unless there's the technology available, um, like there is with regular printers, and I don't really know because on, re- on regular printers, anything you print that can be traced back to your printer. You know, the micro. Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but there's, you know, people can tell. So don't just like hand someone a document and be like, ha ha ha, it's secret. It's not. Print at the library. Yeah, but right. with these things, also, since they don't have the serial number, essentially you could just print it, use it to kill somebody or whatever, and then just dispose of it. And basically, as long as you, I mean, you could get away with it. Well, that's just like... That's Slightly just, easier. Yeah, I mean, it's easier to... That's just, I mean, that's like going to find and finding a gun and stealing it, killing somebody, putting it back, or getting rid of it. I mean, it's the same, but if you steal it, odds are, right, you either did it when someone was home or they weren't home or you knew this person, you knew what you were looking for. You know, there's still there's still somewhat of an attainable paper, tra- paper trail there, right? Compared to this one where, is there at all? Yeah, it like even the potential for a paper trail, you know what I mean? It's not whether, like, that paper trail could fail because, I mean, go to, say, Chicago and look at how many, like, unanswered murders there are, right? Like... Clearly, it, this weekend had seventy three shootings and like six deaths. What, what? in Chicago? Yeah, yeah. In, the, in like city water and like the south side. South side, just the south side, like yeah. including Harvey and everything like that. Harvey got moved up to the sixth most deadliest community in the U.S. Do like know, this weekend. If yeah, if you look at the map, unless they've changed it. When I was going up there to Chicago, <clears throat> this is completely off topic, but <laughs> if you look at like a neighborhood map, the neighborhood. Back of the Yards is the neighborhood name. I'm like, okay, I probably don't want to go to that place. <laughs> back of the Yards. Yeah, that's what it says on the map. Back of the Yards. It's even referenced in Shameless, too, so it's legit. So it's legit. <laughs> if it was on, that's the bar for legitness, is if it was on Shameless for now. Well, that's good. I don't know what else we can really cover on like 3D well, printed guns. I mean, I don't think that it's the... I think it's a boogeyman that's not really there. Right. Because I mean, but you believe that about anything involving guns, typically, right? No. Well, I mean, I think everyone has the right to self-defense and self-preservation. Okay. And, I don't know, the gun is the great equalizer. Because there could be me. Say I had two arms. I could overpower her, right? I'm pro- I don't know. Do you know jiu-jitsu or anything? No. No? Okay. Well, I could probably not yet. Power. She's working on it. Forget me and her. Old, old lady. Uh, 
Judith. English teacher. Right there. Um, huge, uh, what, um, <coughs> what's his name that plays in Guardians of the Galaxy is Drax. Batista? Yeah, Batista's right there. Who's going to win in a fight? Batista. Right. Give them both a knife. Who's going to win? Batista. Give them both a gun. Both the same amount of training. Who's going to win? I mean, you know, you try to point to the great equalizer, right? Yeah, they're both equal. If they both, if they both, the, if they have, the same, if they have the same firearm, and the same training, and the same training, and the same proficient, oh, the same proficiency, proficiency, yeah. But like, so with everybody, this is kind of, this is off the subject of three D things, I think. But we got, um, we got to get to Alex Jones too. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> but like, with that, like uh, analogy or whatever. So, because I know basically nothing about this issue. <clears throat> Um, and about weapons in general when it comes to guns. When you do, like, the cert- the training um, to get, like, a carrying license, I mean, is that really, like... Because those... Do they do, like, any kind of self-defense training, or do they just show you how to use the weapon and, like, how well, to shoot it? You, yeah, if you're going to get your concealed carry, they just show you how to shoot your weapon, make sure you know how to operate it, clean it, and all that stuff. Uh, <clears throat> after the classroom portion, they take you to the range, and you have to shoot at a target, and you have to hit the target... Um, so many times mm-hmm. out of like I think 20 mm-hmm. you have to hit like 18 or I don't know how many and that varies by state too right that not vary by state mm, I think it's pretty much standardized now like unintentionally standardized maybe it just kind of happened it's just like one of the things that I would I kind of have a not really an issue but like a thought about this is people who um, are like because basically you don't have to do any psych test to do that. So people who are, like, emotionally unstable, they may be completely fine to, like, build a weapon and shoot it and whatever and have good aim and whatever. But if they get into a situation where they are, um, like, fighting with someone or there's, like, a, an issue. That's anybody. Yeah, but, like, there's going to be people who are, like, trained. Like, you have military background, so you were trained to, like, with the thought of how to do that in a self-defense or in a defense type of situation. Normal person doesn't do that. So, who knows if they try to do it and just go AWOL with it, like... <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you can't... That, that's what comes to, like... What is it? Like, precog, like, thought crime. Like, are you... What are you thinking about right now? Like, I can't tell what you're going to do, you know, just mm-hmm. so you can tell what I'm going to do. We have pretty good predictors nowadays with 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 the big data online. But there's still there's there's still due. We still have due process though, and we can't just take away a person's right to due process. I don't think anyone's arguing take away their due process. I think there, it's just. There are, there are. I know typically when we've talked about it, Shit, it's what, like what layers. Did, what, did, what did Trump say? Take away the guns. Do due process later. I, I agree. I know. It was the Republicans. <laughs> it was him. He was stupid. But they've fallen in line. The liberals that never, like, wanted to take away all the guns, that are just kind of, like, watching the conservatives hate on that very small group of liberals that have, have said things, were just laughing so much when he said that, because we were like, did this to yourselves, guys. And uh, for the record, no one on here is a Trump supporter. Oh, no. I don't even know if I know anybody who's a Trump supporter. Maybe I support him as far as he's our president. And I want our country to to do good. <laughs> like, yeah, but, but didn't you didn't vote. vote. Didn't you didn't vote, vote for him. I didn't vote for him. I voted. I didn't vote for him. Yeah, 
Well, I do want to talk about Alex Jones because this is a very interesting one. It is. Um, I don't know a lot about this. It's kind of scary, too. Alex Jones. I was reading more about Elon Musk and Alex Jones, so. Alex Jones <laughs> this week, um, because we do film these a week in advance, so most of the topical stuff, you know, sort of happened at the beginning of the week, and now maybe it's old news and different things have developed. But Alex Jones got kicked off, and correct me if I'm wrong, Facebook, YouTube, YouTube Spotify. Spotify, that was the big one, and Tumblr. And Apple, too, right? Didn't he get and Apple, he got iTunes. kicked off Apple. Yeah, off iTunes. It was iTunes, Spotify, Facebook, and YouTube that first night, and then the next day... Um, Pinterest, no Pinterest, and okay. other other ones, other smaller. Alex Jones is on Pinterest. I can't say Alex. Jones I'm on Pinterest. I'm on Pinterest. I'm on know, Pinterest, but, but like, I say that confidently. The normal, okay. This is gonna be kind of sexist, but I'm a the, woman, the, the so I can say The Pinterest is oh, how to do this floral and this. The normal crowd. It's all palette, it's all palette projects. I don't see being an Alex Jones. Like, I don't either, and I just made a joke about Tumblr because again, that's his. You see me doing Pinterest? No, no but, you but got, I, I know why you guys are on Pinterest. I'm talking about the housewives that are sitting there scrolling through and learning how to make house-made lamps or whatever. Are you trying to tell me I'm not a housewife? <laughs> They'll never come across that stuff. You got to be looking for it to come across it, and that's okay. that's that's one thing that I think is is a good criticism of why, uh, of of not doing it. Like way back in the day, way back in the pre nine eleven, I. Listened to Alex Jones a couple of times when he was doing his little thing in Austin because I was stationed at Fort Hood and all that stuff. Back when he was an investigative reporter, journalist, he, he was there still, was investigation there. He was still doing his his conspiracy thing. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't nowhere like it is now. No, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not anywhere where it is now. And yeah. I actually, I actually followed him for a while there after nine eleven because because of my experiences on nine eleven, I had my own questions. Being in the military and all that stuff, so I followed him for a little bit, and then I saw the the change in his, the way he structured his website. Yeah, it went from oh hey here's me here's this information to I I'm, I want to make money now. I'm gonna sell you some male vitality so your voice sounds like this all the time because it feels yeah. really good on my throat. Vitality. So in the early two thousands, <laughs> in the early two thousands, when he did that, I was like. Eh. Forget this. I wonder this. if Joe Rogan's going to kick him out. <laughs> well, they've been having a beef recently. I would like to have him back on because, like, Joe Rogan's like, he's just a dude. I've known him for so long. But yeah. his, like, his persona. I'm sorry. His persona on his shows are very toxic. Like, I cannot stand him. Okay, but. What he peddles is awful. But shutting down his ability to talk. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Everyone's yeah, saying. Yeah, but why did they kick him off? Because, because he's peddling they, just bullshit. Well, then, no, that's not the reason. It, People think, oh, because of the conspiracies and the fake news and stuff like that. Actually, no. This was, it looks like it was a very concerted effort to get him deplatformed right before these uh, elections coming up. Because he was a pivotal part in getting Trump elected. I haven't, so you're saying it was a... It, I mean, Trump actually called the dude and like, hey, thanks. Oh. Yeah. On air, like, hey, he, he really helped. So, with that... I say, I think I'm, I'm I'm in the center with a lean toward conservative. So when I say right. left or right, I, the the left seems like they're trying to get all their ducks in a row so that these these elections coming up we go as smoothly as possible for oh, them. We don't have any ducks right now. Well, it's pretty bad. You got Ocasio <laughs> Cortez or whatever her name is. We we do have her. She's killing it. She's fun. I like her, but. Yeah. I need to look up what's up with the dude from Texas. Those eyes yeah. are freaking crazy. Yeah. 
finish this governor, but we, we, we need some work as a party. <laughs> really bad. <laughs> but anyway, um, we just yeah. need some work as a population just yeah. in general. <laughs> well, the Democrats are the population that doesn't vote. So, but, not uh, the Democrats, but the liberals. Some, um, uh, major, 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 major improvements with education. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But with Alex Jones, though, like, the first platform she was kicked off of, it's crazy that Twitter is the voice of reason in all this right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Twitter is saying that he hasn't violated our, our policies, so we can't do anything, right? But YouTube, Facebook, and Spotify, and Apple all said that they made, he, he uh, violated their terms. And the term, what, they, what he violated was hate speech. Mm-hmm. First off, hate speech, if you live in a free and open society like our constitutional republic is, hate speech does not exist. Hate speech is... From I, a government perspective. From a government... i yes. check you on that. This, these aren't as powerful as they are. They're not government entities. They're I, private I, I, platforms and he's... I know. Well, see, now that, 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 that gets into another issue. Should they be a, a utility or a, um, a publisher? Right. They're so big, they're, they're acting like both right now. I would agree, and I think that's where the, the issue comes. Now, it's, it's weird because, you, you know, you may say, like, that hate speech doesn't exist or how you define it personally and all of these like things. They, if there was a Nazi right here, say there was whoever, he was a Nazi, he hates Jews or whatever, right? Right. I would defend his right to say what, what he wants. Just as when I was in the military, there's that famous um, political cartoon where it shows... Uh, uh, some some American protester burning an American flag, but has like a mm-hmm. circle of, of troops yeah. stopping the, the mob from getting him. You know? yeah. Like, I may not agree with you, but I'll defend what you, your, what your views are. So do you think they're actually, do you, you know, these are just mostly four major platforms that said, no, you cannot be on our service anymore. And yeah, you know, you may say hate speech doesn't exist, but what about inciting violence? Or inciting any kind of hostility. But he really wasn't inciting violence. What, what, what he's, what the things that he got dinged on were Islamophobia when he would criticize Islam, and this other one was uh, something where he criticized this this. Um, so they gave spe- they gave specifics about why they did it. Those are out now. Yeah. Okay. I was like the last they I heard. Give, they didn't give specific specifics, but they said for this and this. And then you go back and look at what he what he recently put out, and he, it was a thing for Islam and a thing for transgenders. There was an event, some transgender event, where they had um, transgenders, drag queens, all that stuff. But then they had little kids dressing up in drag and doing like provocative drag walk shows, right? And he said that that was an abomination to him. Right? He didn't like the fact that you know they were dressing little kids up, and I, I think you know little kids. They're really uh, impressionable. It's like, if they want to do it, they want to do it, but I mean... You shouldn't exploit them, but that's the same for movies. You know, same for movies or TV. You shouldn't shouldn't exploit them, and he doesn't know if they're exploiting. Also, the word abomination is a weird word. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, to like... Well, I mean, that's what they ding him on, was his... (coughs) Were his opinions on those two issues. Okay. So, it wasn't any fake news, it wasn't any conspiracy theory, but, I mean, everybody already thinks now that, oh, well, he is uh, pretty much a joke nowadays, even though he was pivotal in getting Trump elected. 
I just think he opens his freaking mouth too much. Well, I mean, he he is a joke, but the unfortunate reality is that we don't teach critical thinking as a process. We don't teach logic. And those are very, very simple things that could teach people just how to reason better with their world, and we don't teach them. And because of that, man, whether he believes the things he says or not, he profiteered off of it. You know what he, I mean? He did. He's and made bank. To give him credit, though, there's a lot of stuff. That, a lot of stuff that he said has has come out to be true. Now, like twenty years ago, like back you know, when, I haven't seen anything recently in the last five or six years that's been reasonable. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Last five or six years, he's just like he's going off the deep end. Everything, everything that happens in his mind, everything that happens. Every event is a is a false flag, is a staged globalist event, is this and this. It's like, don't read conspiracy into everything. Cause there are things that you know, people are people are crazy. Yeah. Just leave it at that. But no, every single thing. It's like, oh, here it goes again. So. It's weird, and I think now in in today's climate, it's it's even more damaging than maybe it was say. But I mean, with them, twenty years ago too. That's what's unfortunate about it. It's, it's like this weird middle ground because I don't want to see people getting shut down for what they're saying. But if you are outright, positively, currently, and have been for the last six or seven years, promoting distrust and say institutions or distrust in the fabric of our nation, and you seem to be potentially inciting people in well, mob it was, mentalities, it wasn't. It, it's not really him. Um, like when I was a kid. Um, my dad is was one of the few in the 80s that was a black Republican, right? And he had a sticker on our car that said, you know, I, I don't believe the liberal media. That was it. So it's not like... It's not like... Alex Jones was around, but he wasn't anywhere near... Well, he didn't start he that. Now. No, he no, didn't he start didn't, that. He didn't start no, no, no. He kind of jumped onto it. But, I mean, there's been a distrust. That was the, that was the Nixon plan, which was then turned into the Gingrich... I don't remember the word. But then Gingrich took that style over. What, to have a mistrust of... of media. You can trace it back, man. It's their, it's their own liberal conspiracy. It goes back to Nixon. Hmm. Pulls, pulls all the way kind of through Reagan, takes a dip, and then picks back up in the early 90s with Gingrich. And then, you know, after the 90s, it kind of ends a lot because now the conservatives were, of course, in power, and well, who am I going to complain when I'm in power? And then, of course... Boom, we elected Obama and we got that resurgence. And this this time in the name of the Tea Party. But it's it is a longer swing, but now it's like we're at the we're at a different it, wave it of it and he is the, the leader. The Tea Party started before Obama though. Slightly. But a lot of it was in reaction to Obama. But if they started before Obama. Before Obama? Before yeah. he got elected or before Before he got elected, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they were a direct reaction to Obama mostly. Especially what they are now, and when you get into like the Freedom Caucus and everything. I don't. Yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah. It's an interesting like tidal wave of, of events, but Alex Jones was on the tip top of that thing. Yeah, I just don't think that. Uh, I think that it it sets a a, a bad precedent when. Uh, for him getting kicked off. For, for the hate speech thing, it's like okay, yeah, you. you you're your own private company. You can do what you want, but when you're those big companies, it's and it's hard to say that they're completely private company because they get so many freaking tax breaks. 
to do what they do. It's almost like they're getting Amazon. a little... What is it? Yeah, what, yeah. what do we call it on the left? Uh, capitalism for the poor and socialism for the rich? Is that what we call it? I believe so. Amazon's what? the worst That's one. What, we call it. what do you mean? When it comes to like taxes and stuff, like Amazon. Yeah, the, comp- the big companies like that will just say, hey, we're going to move to this state. And then... The state competes. And, and then the government goes, oh, God, here's yeah. $50 billion in tax. And taxes, you don't have to pay. And they're like, okay, cool, we'll see. So. <laughs> it's working out real well for them, isn't it? It is. I just wanted to touch on that. That, that was interesting. And I haven't seen many liberals uh, come out necessarily in support of Alex Jones. The one major one I've seen was Kyle Kuklinski of like Secular Talk, which is a YouTube channel. He's getting bigger. It, to him, the precedent worried him as well. I'm sure Bill Maurer is going to have an issue with it. Yeah, because I mean, I'm just looking at kind of the people on the left right now that are rogue within the left that are like, ah. I mean, I get that they're like a private company or whatever, but you can't stop somebody from their opinion. They're, like, they're not going to stop him. Like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't know where he's going to go to spread his message. But yeah. Hell, he can just go start his own streaming service. That's what Disney's doing. So. Yeah, they're pulling everything off Netflix. Ugh. Yeah. Um, Gross. I mean, Hashtag boycott Disney. What? I mean, he's gonna he's gonna move somewhere else. He's gonna do his own, his own thing, you know. But it's just the fact that it was so coordinated, and that part was kind of weird. Like that, like what? Like you you would think like maybe one of them would have been like, oh, he's banned, and then the next day or a few days later, somebody else would go through their mm-hmm. his content on their platform and go, yeah, he he messed up there, you know. But no, it was a. Hey, let's do this. All right, one, two, three, go. Boom. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all in the same little zip code, pretty much. Yeah. All of those companies, they're very close. So. Valley. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's I'm sure they're all buddies. I'm sure they're all buddies with my boss. But... They're all bro dogs. Mm-hmm. Actually, I know they're kind of buddies kinda, with my boss. So. I was kind of disappointed on Philly D's opinion on the Alex show. His, his opinion was pretty much like, good, whatever. I thought he worried about the precedent more. He usually does. I don't like him. I'm glad I don't have to hear from him. The The stuff he, he promoted and spewed... It, it's it, just crazy. At this right? point, it was so absurd, and unfortunately, too many people in our nation, like, mindlessly just followed they'll, it, man. They'll, they'll, they'll eat it people up. People in our, like, it's right sad. now, mindlessly following... Well, anything, yeah. Anything. Right, anything. Flat Earth. I mean... Yeah, yeah, that's, that's had a, a resurgence, and I don't. He wasn't a flat earther, right? Was people he? People just don't under, don't know how to think on their own, and it comes into, I guess, a little bit of the critical thinking. I think people are just lazy. <laughs> they're lazy. They're they, like, people like confirmation bias. I don't think they're lazy. I don't. I think it's a very. I don't. No, I, when it comes to social media, someone will flip through and they'll see like a news article and they'll read the the, the, headline, the headline and they'll go, "Oh my god." share and they'll post their opinion see, without even reading or watching see, I don't. Movie. I don't think that's lazy because I don't believe that enough people that, that do that I don't I don't think they're being lazy I really don't I just don't think they're aware of the yellow journalism apparent in those headlines and that's what's sad to me I don't I don't think people are like making the the conscious decision to say I'm not going to read this article but I'm going to post about it anyways I'm sure there are bad actors that do but on the whole I, I think it's unfortunately our education system has failed them. Oh, our education system greatly. Is terrible. <laughs> like it, it's, it's bit me a couple of times with my fan page on Facebook, where 
I'll be trying to find stuff to post, and I'll go, oh, without reading out or watching the video, I'll post it. Yeah. Boom. And then someone will go, oh, uh, did you watch this, or did you read this? And I'll go, crap, you know what? Yeah. I didn't. So it's like... But it's also really easy for you to do that. So that's why I, I don't think it's... I don't think it's laziness. That's what... It's a bigger thing to me, and that's what terrifies me with it. Like, because... Ultimately, the people that are going to have to step up and fix this, it's going to take individuals to do it, but for the individuals to do it, it's going to take a decade. That's bad. It's only going to take a couple decades. And for it to happen (laughs) quicker, it's going to take Silicon Valley. Those people are going to have to come out and change their platforms and make it different. Something's going to have to happen. I was watching, I think, a TED Talk where they were talking about somehow implementing, which I have no idea how they would do this. You can't do it. But implement like making sure there are no false accounts. Exactly. How, like how do you implement triggers. that? There's like but we gotta we gotta start making ideas like that. At least you can shoot them down. But we gotta start saying how are we gonna fix this? Proposing solutions because it's it's spiraling and 2018 is coming around the corner and Trump's still pulling at 40 percent somehow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have a very positive worldview about people it. People just don't know. They don't understand. Black unemployment's down the most. Has it just continued to drop like it was? We're at what? Almost 4% GDP? I think we're at 3.5. Well, they didn't think it would get hit 3, didn't they? They didn't I think, think it would hit 3. Or Trump said it would hit 3. And then I thought like, he said it was going to hit like six. No, he said he said um, before he took office he, he, that it'll hit three. I'm like, oh yeah, right. Well, I'm starting to see more drips. People are worried about the housing market again. Our infrastructure is still a problem. Still don't have an infrastructure bill. They're trying to override previous things. Oh my goodness, asbestos is coming back. Like Roe versus Wade. Yeah. The EPA released regulations uh, yesterday. Asbestos is coming back. We're bringing asbestos back. Asbestos, which has been out in United States manufacturings. We started with, again, I think that started with Nixon, and they were like, this is a problem. And then another conservative said, this case, Daddy Bush, said, yes, it's a problem, and we could use it. Guess what? Trump and his EPA, I don't know who the new EPA guy is now, but, yeah, it's coming back. Asbestos. We're going to use it in manufacturing again. What did you say? Roe versus Wade, and they're trying to... <coughs> Kavana. I'm just... Supreme Court. Yeah. That's, that's the talk, but what has he said personally? Well, now they, it's the idea that... Say it's, already it, the, it's already the law of the land. He's not going to go back and undo it, he said. That's what he he's, said. He's, like, he's, all, he's all for precedent, right? I don't... Anyone that says they're for precedent, I don't really believe they're ever for precedent. I think that's a very convenient excuse. It's like saying when something's your uh, principle. Okay. Shortest for now. You know what I mean? But we'll see We'll see if something changes. It's going to come down to Ruth. RBG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. She's going to no stay time. on it for at least what she said five years she's gonna be so. on there until she dies yeah, well it's a it's a job for life but i mean she falls asleep at everything. <laughs> it's like just just that's what i say the liberals don't have our ducks in an order we're just come on jensenberg you stay awake yeah that's a that's a that's a horrible place to be to be honest with you 
But oh well, I think we need to wrap this down. Okay. Eventually. Um, I wish we could have went deeper on the Alex Jones thing because. Yeah. I just like doing the voice. It's kind of fun. Next time we need to go into Graham Hancock. <laughs> Ooh. For Derek. Graham Derek, Hancock. Derek Part oh. Three. <laughs> I just got a semi. You did? Yep. I'm just like, woo, I'm published. <laughs> cool. All right, that's it. I've been listening to Joe Rogan episodes, so. <laughs> Graham Hancock is awesome. Yeah. Sure. DMT. Is that him, is it? Yeah. He's in DMT, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. No one knows what DMT is, but that's how we'll shut the show. Just what say that? ayahuasca. It's basically... That's, People no. also don't know what that is. They, they probably well, think they that's know, some kind of green Google, tea. Like, Google ayahuasca and then take a trip to Peru. <laughs> Figure out how to spell it first and take your trip self to the Andes Mountains. Are we done? Yeah, yeah we got to <laughs> shut it down. Okay, so we got to do the link thing. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. You got to do your plugins. <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um... I run a YouTube channel. It's about guns. It's called Fitty Percent Tactical. F I T T Y Percent. It's also the same on the Facebook and the Instagram. So if you like guns, mm-hmm. yay guns. And ours is, as always, at the A to Z Exchange everywhere on all the social medias. So yeah. follow us, like us, share us. You should end this with a, with a uh, sound effect of a gunshot. Like. No, people have already told us that the, the clapping is a little aggressive, so I don't need to hit Oh, what? Who said that? I've been told by people I work with that the clapping is, they're like, whoa. And I'm like, good, I want it I want it to hit you in the face. Anyways, we'll see you guys next week. Woo! Have a great time Cla- ever. Clapping is violent. <laughs>